This is the Forex Q&A podcast. This is VP, professional Forex prop trader here in the United States, answering your user-submitted Forex trading-related questions every Monday morning. Now, if you have a Forex trading-related question that is on your mind, here's what you do. You go out and consume all my material or search for that particular topic you had in mind within my material because chances are by now we have already answered it. And there's no need to look silly asking that question on Twitter or on the YouTube comments section or by directly asking me. Second, if that doesn't work, go to the No Nonsense Forex Discord forum. A link will be provided down below in the show notes and in the description of the YouTube video. And hopefully one of the fine folks there will be able to answer your question on that forum. So, one major program note here. Everybody listen up. There will be no trading video this Thursday. So, Thursday, August 22nd, 2019, no trading video. Um, I've done this once before. It was over the Christmas holiday. I will consider this my summer holiday break, and uh, I think it's well-deserved, right? Uh, but the main reason is because I am traveling further and further kind of off the grid, and I just don't know what it's going to look like that Thursday. So we will just play it safe and not do a video, uh, but the podcast and everything else will resume directly after that. It is the Forex Q&A podcast, and episode 60's question is from Chris from Darwin, Australia. Um, I think the second question we've had from Darwin, so shout out to the North. And Chris asks, how much would you say you are like your mentor, Inner Circle Trader? So, short answer, long answer. Uh, short answer, he's not really my mentor. I'll explain it a bit. Uh, and then another short answer is, on a technical analysis standpoint, uh, we probably could not be more polar opposite. But in almost every other aspect, we're pretty dead similar. Um, but I want to talk about that more today. Now, before we begin, I know there are those of you out there that might already have an opinion on ICT, good or bad, and I do not care. This podcast is about the similarities and differences in our trading philosophies and overall philosophies, and then really nothing more than that. So for those of you who don't know, Inner Circle Trader, also known as ICT, also known as Michael Huddleston, was on the Cam Hawkins Trading Nut podcast uh, just recently. Um, you can find that interview down below. I suggest everybody who's listening to this right now actually goes down there and listens to it. I, too, was on Cam's podcast, and I will link that down below in the show notes as well. Uh, but... You may have heard me mention him a couple times, uh, in particular in the Big Banks video. And it is because he is where I learned, or at least where I first heard, the concept of the Big Banks manipulating the price in the Forex market. And how that was a really important key moment in my trading life because that's when I learned what is really at the center of this whole market that we're trading. And then I go I'll later go to show how that helped me along the way. Now, it helps me in a completely different way. It helps ICT. Um, but that is who I learned it from. And then I, I had watched a lot of his videos back then, um, but I just decided that the way he traded was not the way that I wanted to trade. So I pretty much went my own way after that. Um, but I did take away that one key point from him. Now, maybe I said he was a mentor to me before, but if I did, I'd like to retract that because I really wouldn't say he's my mentor. I don't really think I had any mentors along the way. Like I, I say all the time, I had to pretty much put all this together myself with no help and no guidance. Um, but I have gotten this question a lot. I normally wouldn't make a podcast about somebody else uh, like this, but 
what is this, episode 60? Um, let's just say I've had 60 questions that we've talked about on this podcast. I actually don't think I have. I've had less because I make podcasts about other things. But I would say this question, as far as frequency, would end up in the top 20, in the top one-third of all the questions I get as far as frequency goes. I mean, people really want to know. And there's no real simple answer. Um, but I think this is a great time to dive deeper into the real answer I would normally give based on the podcast ICT was just on. So what I'll do is I took a bunch of notes uh, on the podcast itself. And so I'll go over those notes and then tell you how or just if we are the same or if we're different and then explain a little bit why. Um, But I think you can learn a lot from this because I don't think right now there are two people out there, uh, me and ICT, who have a more devoted fan base in terms of pure Forex trading. And when I say this, I mean like people who are going through our material and applying it and getting great results and are super stoked about it. And you don't get that fan base over time if things aren't working for your students. You can say what you want about me, you can say what you want about him, but these devoted fan bases do not create themselves for no reason. They come about because these concepts are working really well for a lot of people. So I think it's important to take the two of us and go over some of the finer points um, because I think there's a lot of takeaways that can be had and a lot of points that we have already talked about on the podcast that we can reaffirm. So I need to get into this. I have a lot of notes. This could go a while. So the first one uh, is our backgrounds, and these are very different. Um, He had a more professional background for sure. He was trading commodities and futures and things like that for professionally for a good while. And all I was doing was trading penny stocks, and then I jumped right into Forex. Then again, he is older than I am, and I'm sure if you wanted to be in your 20s and be a professional trader of any sort, you pretty much had to do it in an office environment like that. So the next point I have is he wanted out of his job, and the desperation of wanting to get out of that job took him out early in the game absolutely similar. And we just talked about this in the last podcast episode. Desperation will kill you every time. He over leveraged into an orange juice futures trade that took out half of his account in one trade. Now, of course, he wouldn't do something like that now. But when you have that desperation and you want out, these are the things that people do. Next point, he goes on to say there are no indicators on his chart and he is a purely intraday trader. Obviously very different, Um, but this will carry over into some of the other points I make down the line. And for those people who say, should I follow you and should I follow him? The answer is a definitive no. You kind of need to pick a side because we are so polar opposite in what we do. But trying to master both ways would be almost impossible. It's just, it's two completely different mindsets. Next point, he mentioned how 90% of all traders across all markets lose money. So for all you traders out there who are making positive money and who are doing it month after month and still staying positive, nice job. You're already a 10%er. But then soon after that, he went on to say something that I really like. And he, he talks about how all the education up until now has been complete shit. And he said one of the things that he noticed back when he started his education is the same thing I noticed when I started mine. When it comes to trading education, he said, everyone is drinking out of the same pool and the water's tainted. Perfectly put. 
I still think to this day, anybody out there who's not VP or ICT is just teaching the same 12, 15 concepts and just trying to teach you how to do those concepts as good as possible, which is fine. Some people do a better job at this than others do. But I think he and I both realized that we see the market completely different. We go places that others don't go. And our success has been a byproduct of being able to go to those places where others do not. Next point, uh, he talks about how he learned from those who came before him how the big banks manipulate price all the time. He says 100%, which I could probably get on board with. And this is the same for me. He learned from them, I learned from him. Now, along those lines, he uses this knowledge of bank manipulation specifically for the way he trades. I run away from it. He runs to it, all right? Two really, really big differences in the way we do things. While most people just blindly wallow in it and they have no idea they're even there, I go away from it, he goes to it. And so two things that we majorly differ on are these next two points. One, how he does use ratios. Now, if you listen to that podcast and you understand how he pretty much knows or says he knows where the weekly high and weekly low or daily high and daily low are going to be, He already has this knowledge, so he uses that knowledge to not only find entries, but to also manage his trades as well. So he will have absolute ratios to where I say that using ratios in trading is crazy, but of course I am not trading this one unique specific way. So whenever that guy, you know, you see him on my videos, the guy with the cell phone who's holding his hands out, it's like, oh, you just didn't do it my way. I think I'm going to name that guy Boofus. Anyway, traders, Boofus. Understand, I do my videos for the vast majority of traders. Um, There will always be outliers that do things a certain way and have good reasons behind it, and good for them. So I have no doubt these ratios work really well for the type of strategy that ICT is running, but they just don't make any sense to me outside of that. And he also said, get this, that he really only trades the euro-dollar and the pound-dollar pairs. Now, for those of you who follow my system, you think that is absolutely bananas. We would lose interest if we just traded those two pairs. But when you are trading on the basis of bank manipulation, you want to trade the pairs that have the most bank manipulation. It only makes sense to do it that way. And so that's the, the reasoning why he trades those two and almost nothing else. Now, I have another point down. He laughed when he said Fibonacci. I thought that was funny. Then the next point is he said how Forex News is a smokescreen or an excuse for the banks to pretty much do whatever they want. And this is the same. I've said the exact same thing in numerous videos. Avoid news. Uh, And as always the case, Cam always asked the question, if you trade crypto, his answer was really similar to mine, or at least along the same lines of the way I think. He is not against it, but he's waiting for more data to come out before he starts trading it. And that is exactly my approach. I would love to trade crypto down the line, but I'm in no hurry. And I would like to see a little more normalcy in things before I start jumping into that pool. Next point, he points to his learning disability as something that really helped him down the road. Uh, He has OCD, and this is the same for me. I don't have OCD, I have ADD. But I have always thought that my ADD has helped me more than it has hurt me. Like, do I know where my sunglasses are right now? I do not. And I'm looking around the room and I don't even see them. They might be completely lost. Welcome to my everyday. But you know, I'll take that trade off. 
because I pretty much see almost everything differently than everyone else I know. And like we had mentioned before, when it comes to the Forex market, where everybody is learning and teaching the same combination of the same 12 to 15 things, no nonsense Forex would have never happened if I didn't have ADD, and I 100% believe that. Because as much as it gets in my way, almost on a daily basis, sometimes seeing things differently than the way other people see them can be a really, really great thing. So shout out to all my ADD peeps out there. Stay the course. Don't get distracted. Next point. Oh, pretty personal here. He said that nobody out there, when you, you know, when you start trading this, you want to tell everybody what you're doing, but nobody ever seems to, one, get it, or two, really support you. I don't know if you ran into this or not, or if this is yet to happen, but as much as people were rooting for me to succeed, they didn't think I was going to. Um, not to the point to where they just made fun of me. I mean, I did get that a little bit. But nobody out there really said, hey, I believe in your ability to do this. You are destined to go on to do great things. Nobody said that to him. Nobody said that to me. But, and this is another similarity, since he and I are both huge contrarians, we both said in our own heads, look, I love you guys, but you're all idiots. I will be a professional Forex trader someday, and when I do, I'm going to tell you all about it. ICT went on to say that he knew he was going to retire by the age of 40. Now, this is where we differ. This is something I would never do, put an actual time limit on things, because then what if you don't hit it? You know, you get frustrated, you're going to overreach, desperation comes back into the picture. Definitely don't recommend people do that. But he was sure of himself, and uh, he set out to do it, and he says he did. And I believe him. I mean, the guy has all the time in the world to make videos, so he probably doesn't have an actual day job. I mean, he, he has a subscription service as well, um, So, but if you want to say he's retired, I'm sure he probably is, just depending on what your definition of retired is. Next point, he likes double tops and triple tops in his trading, so they start drilling down into more technical analysis things at this point. Uh, so obviously I disagree, but again, you have to remember how he trades and the mentality of what he's looking at. When you zoom out on the daily time frame, we do not have any need for things like this. Next point, he says it took him about six years to completely figure it out and get to where he wants to be, and at that point, he no longer had any desire to learn from anybody else. And that is the same for me. Um, I don't know, maybe a little less than six years for me, but not that much less. Um, and I'm really, everybody's like, have you seen this guy's video? What do you think of his strategy? I'm like, dude, I have no desire to go watch it, and I'm not going to. I'm good. If I'm going to go keep learning, which I do recommend you do, I'm going to keep learning ways to improve my own system based on the way I do things. And nobody else out there does things the same way that I do. So really the only time I ever watch anybody else's Forex videos is if I'm doing research for this channel. Next point, he strongly promotes journaling. Same. Had a whole podcast on this, had a whole blog on this that I spent a lot of time putting together. You say you're a disciplined trader? All right, prove it. Where's your journal? Where's your journal, VP? I don't have one because I have gone five to six years within this exact same system. I officially no longer need one. Where is your journal? I had one for the first three years, and I can't say I'd be at this point right now without it. It is that important. This material is only one and a half years old. Not one of you has been in it long enough to not keep a journal. And then towards the end of the podcast, Cam asked the question he always asks, and I, this is the one I really don't like. But he asks for our best entry setup, or he tries to get a little deeper into our actual strategy. 
And it was clear that neither one of us wanted to really give that away for a couple reasons. One, I mean, you, you really have to understand it a lot better. It's, uh, I think too many people out there are just waiting for that question so they can take that one little tidbit and then go try to run with it. And because they don't know all of the other things we do, they inevitably fail and then come back and say that our ways are faulty. Uh, so we both kind of dodged that question. Uh, next point, on the flash crash that happened on the 3rd of January 2019 in the Aussie yen. Very similar outlooks on this. He actually goes a little deeper as to why it probably happened. And I thought his answer was really cool. It did make a lot of sense. But we both went on the record and said how heavy bank manipulation was at play when this happened. To where everybody else, especially on financial news, is coming up with every other nonsensical reason they possibly could. And we all know why. And then my last point is not an actual point in the podcast itself. It was just really an undertone of the message that he promoted throughout the entire podcast. And it's the same one that I do, too. Now, understand, this whole podcast episode is not meant to be all self-congratulatory. This is, as always, for you. And I just want you to understand that when... Two of the people in the Forex education game who have the most devoted followings, possibly one and two at this point, keep harping on the same thing, then maybe it is worth your time devoting a lot more attention to it than you probably already do. And that one thing is Forex trading psychology. You have to get yourself right first. You have to be disciplined. You don't have a choice. You also have to find a way to keep desperation out of the equation. If these things are this important, but you're dedicating more of your time to actual trade setups, let's just go ahead and put it out there, traders. You are doing it wrong. By having great trade psychology, and you do that by understanding the long game and doing things like journaling, and along those same lines, keeping your trade management as tight and as rigid and as regimented as humanly possible, everything else falls into place. You're just fine-tuning at that point. So as different as I feel that ICT and I are in trading philosophies and almost in pretty much everything else, if you follow us both on Twitter, it's, it's night and day. And I would say our technical trading is almost night and day. So when you hear people like me and people like him echo the same things, I want these things to stick with you. And then when that day has come to where you have achieved your dreams in the Forex market, I want you to be able to pass these things down to the next generation of traders. Now, don't steal or repackage my stuff. That's illegal. But take the things that you have learned that got you to where you are and pass them down. You're going to be a minority. A lot of people won't listen to you. And you're probably going to catch a lot of flack. But in the end, we want the generations after us to have it better than we did but at the same time, understanding that they're going to have to work just as hard as we did to get there. Are you ready for this responsibility? I hope so, because once that day comes where you finally have it, then this will officially mean that you have gotten there too. So go get it.